0: Delano's Top of the Week.
1: Well, it's that time on a Monday morning when we're joined by Delano in the studio and I've got Theodor Georgiev with me today this morning. Morning, Theo.
0: That's right. Morning, Tom.
1: How are you doing?
0: I'm all right. You know, uh, weekend was all right. You know that feeling on Sunday evening when your Sunday evening feels less like the weekend than your Friday evening? Right. It's coming to an end and it's a bit bit sad.
1: But, you know, everybody's got to start the week. (laughs) Uh, And that's why we have you in on a Monday. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about the draft law um, that uh, the government is going to be discussing Mm -hmm. about uh, dropping the COVID restrictions here in Luxembourg. What can you tell us about that?
0: Yeah, that's right. The mask mandate uh, is probably going to be on public transport, that is, is, probably going to be scrapped. And this uh, comes after a draft law adopting the legislation on pandemic-related measures was filed by the Health Ministry on the 23rd of May. Um, we can say that this has been a long way coming, with Health Minister Paulette Linaire saying on the 18th of May that the measures were on their way of being eased. Um, current measures allow gatherings of up to uh, allow of gatherings of up to one hundred people without a mask mandate to take place in uh, closed spaces, mm-hmm. so getting rid of the mask mandate on public transport uh, appears coherent, I would say and um, so this draft uh, law text that was filed highlights that the omicron wave is under control after um, relaxing the measures as uh, suitable following the examples of countries like Switzerland and France. Uh, In this draft law text, we also saw the opinion of the Collège Medical, which is the Luxembourg Medical Oversight Committee, and it has officially agreed with the scaling down of the measures. Uh, So it does appear... It has quite a lot of support in terms of expert opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, furthermore, the text still needs to be voted by Parliament, so it requires the approval of the Council of State as well. This might not go through uh, this week, depending on how long the discussions will go for. So it's it might take a bit, but um, uh, we should also... Point out that wearing a mask is still the recommended and uh, recognized, uh, the recommended and recognized as the best way to stop the spread of the virus, and uh, all the more uh, it is encouraged for vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that uh, maybe we should uh, go over to as well is that um, on the 29th of March there was a petition calling for masks to no longer be obligatory on public transport. So there is. Public, uh, in terms of public opinion, there is support for that as well. Um, there is a, a previous scaling down of the measures on the 11th of March, left only mandatory mask wearing in public transport, hospitals, and care homes as the only regulations in force. Okay. So, um, in in other developments in this topic, uh, recently we've seen uh the mask wearing obligation on board of luxair uh planes uh scrapped from the 16th of may for those flying to luxembourg or a destination that has already uh, decided to drop the mandate so uh, quite a lot of flights Mm -hmm. we've already seen people no longer needing to wear masks Um, this in particular came after the european union aviation safety agency and the european center for Disease Prevention and Control issued a recommendation to further relax pandemic measures. So it's sort of uh, Luxembourg often follows these um, uh, guidelines by the European authorities and has done so during the pandemic. And uh, often when some uh, guidelines like that are being issued, it takes for uh, a couple of weeks and then uh, they get sort of uh, not transposed, but they sort of get ref- reflected mm-hmm. in the Luxembourg uh, system, if you will, and it probably would be the same for the public transport mandate on uh, wearing a mask. Because mm-hmm. um,
1: yeah. Luxembourg uh, has, has taken a bit more time to uh, scrap masks on public transport. I know yeah. that in other countries uh, you know, close to um, Luxembourg and also in the UK, that's not been a requirement for quite some time already um but also talking about travel uh it's getting a bit confusing because every country has different rules right now and uh, i for example uh was over in um the uk recently and on the on the flight to the uk i didn't have to wear a mask but on the flight back with the same airline i had to wear a mask because their policy was that you have to like depending on the country that you're flying to that's how you know they kind of Mm. yeah enforce that
0: that's right um yeah it often depends on the airline as well uh with some airlines uh either having their own preference or being held to different um regulations mm-hmm. um I remember also being to the to you to the UK in in March they were all, I think that was right after the decision to uh, no longer allow, uh, not uh, mandate mask wearing in public transport and uh, you know, taking taking the the tube, the or the metro, uh, there were a lot of people not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. But when the when the tram was uh, pretty cramped, uh, when it was pretty full, people were still wearing a mask. Mm. So I think with the um, with this sort of decision, it also involves people in uh, the reaction to the pandemic, mm-hmm. rather than uh, this being an operation that's <clears throat> entirely ran by uh, the authorities and people sort of follow what they're uh told to do but maybe people would uh, feel a bit more involved mm-hmm. if they can decide oh this is a good moment to wear a mask or i'm in an air i'm in a i'm in a bus and there's five other people in the entire bus mm-hmm. maybe <clears throat> maybe it's not uh, absolutely necessary that i wear a mask especially mm-hmm. that now we've seen um <clears throat> the last three weeks Uh, Reports of COVID cases in Luxembourg have continuously decreased. Uh, By last week it was 30% uh, decrease from the previous week. So, and this has been a systematic development. So, um, with the summer coming up and uh, like I mentioned with uh, many events um, indoors, allowing a lot of people to uh, be there without wearing a mask, uh, getting rid of uh, or, or easing the restrictions on public transport, is uh, somehow very logical, mm-hmm.
1: and of course, as you say, if people want to wear masks, then of course they can, and you know that's that having the personal choice. I'm sure some people would appreciate that. Mm, um, so, sure. w- when do we when do we think this uh, change might come into force?
0: Um, it's probably it would be a bit hasty to say this week. It's still possible, um, but uh, it would be this week or next week. It uh, sometimes uh, discussions can take a bit. With uh, other parties needing to uh, <laughs> to weigh in, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, for sure, and probably we shouldn't forget that last week was a was a public uh, was a day a week off mm-hmm. for schools, right. no parliamentary sessions as well. So uh, maybe things will crack on really quick. Okay, but so maybe not. next week. We'll mm-hmm. have we'll to see. see week,
1: sure. um, okay, I'm going to play a track now. When we come back, we're going to look at some events that you've picked out for listeners to look forward to uh, this week. You're tuning to our city radio on 102.9 and 105.2 FM and 87.8 FM in the south. Uh, and we are currently in the studio with Theodore Georgiev from uh, Delano for their top of the week. And um, we are going to look now at some events that he's earmarked for our listeners to look forward to in Luxembourg this week. What have we got?
0: So we've got three events starting off with uh, an exhibition at uh, Mudam by Croatian artist Hanna Miletic. It will be on display from the 21st of May. It's already on display from the 21st of May till the 18th of September. So uh, Miletic trained to be a photographer, actually. Then she shifted to working with textile. So this exhibition that she um, has uh, at the Mudam mixes those two mediums, if you will, and draws from her photographic uh, documentation. She will also join curator Marie-Noëlle Farsi to discuss her work at the installation in Mudam's downstairs foyer. So more information can be found on this on the museum's website. Moving on, we have a second event for you. It's the AEIN Association, which is an NGO working towards improving the well-being of children in India and Nepal. So this organization um, is is preparing uh, a festival which would uh, make Luxembourg residents discover the cultures of these two countries. Um, Proceeds of the festival will go towards uh, an education project in Nepal and a campaign against child marriages. This event will take place at the Centre Culturel sainte on the 5th of June from 1.30pm to 6pm. You can find more information about this event on Delano.lu's agenda section. And um, third event that I have for you today is a concert at Den Atelier on the 5th of June uh, as well. You can catch up and coming German indie band Giant Rooks. Uh, So actually their show was initially supposed to be on the 27th of April 2020. Okay. It was then postponed to the 4th of April 2021. And then postponed again to the fifth of March, twenty twenty-two, and now it's fair to say that it has been a long time coming. Yeah. But uh, Giant Rooks are finally are, gonna make it. They are gonna make it. Okay. And people are gonna see them, and people are going to be able to use their tickets that they bought uh, back in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, That's right. But are there and,
1: still tickets left?
0: Uh, I believe not. Last okay. time, uh, last I checked, there were n- sold noticed. out already. So, okay. Sold out as well. Um, so. Uh, especially considering that um, some people um, would have bought tickets a while ago, yes, uh, it probably wouldn't. But it's safe to say that maybe uh, you can find resale tickets.
1: Yeah, can I always have a look?
0: That, that, also, that also happens. Yeah. So these are your three events for the week, and um, yeah, Giant Rooks. It's a great band.
1: Brilliant. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna go along? Or I might. Didn't I might to get a ticket I might, yet. I might go along. <laughs> okay. I'm um, well, thank you so much for joining us today for Delano's Top of the Week, Theo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to end things with a personal pick by you, and I believe you've picked out a, a tune.
0: I have picked a tune, yeah, that's right. It's uh, by a UK-based art-pop band called Everything Everything, and the song is called Pizza Boy. Um, it's a good morning tune. I quite like the drums on it at the start. It might be a little bit uh, kooky and a bit odd. I should probably preface this by saying that... Well, uh,
1: I know, you know that our listeners like Everything Everything because uh, huh. the other single from the album, Jennifer, was our track of the week last week. So, oh,
0: God. Uh,
1: and I haven't played this one on the show yet. Oh, so, you're going to yeah, love this bring one. Bring it up. It's from their new album, uh, Raw Data Feel. Um, this is Everything Everything and uh, their new single, Pizza Boy. Uh, thanks so much for coming in today, Tio. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and we'll, we'll have to see what you or one of your colleagues from Delano uh, next week for another Top of the Week. That's right. Until then, have
0: a good one. You too.